Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. And our first story is titled, Would I be the arsehole if I cancel my vacation because my in-laws are following us on vacation? My husband is very close with his parents. His parents moved to the other side of the country to be closer to him and his siblings. He also babysit our kids three times in a week, so we see them weekly. Some weeks we see them also in the weekends. I'm also grateful that they babysit our kids and that they are amazing grandparents. We pay them a small amount every month, but seeing them so often is taking a toll on me. His parents don't have any friends or close relatives. That's why they often spend time with us. I don't mind seeing them a few times in a week, but some weeks it's just too much and overwhelming. I really miss my family. We try to see my parents one to two times in a month. They live a little far, so that's why we can't visit them often. My parents suggested a family trip to their home country next year. Me, my siblings, and our families all agreed to go. When my parents-in-law found out, they also told us that they will be going. They come from the same country, so they booked the exact same flight. They're going because we are going. I told my husband my worries about them following us on vacation. I just want to enjoy my vacation with my family. I just want to take a break from my in-laws. My husband agreed, but he said he can't ban them from going. He told us that my in-laws said that they have their own planning and that we can just do our thing and that they won't bother us. Well, today, my sister asked my father-in-law what their vacation plans were. And surprise, my in-laws have the same planning as us. They will visit the same places as the same time as us. Not the whole planning, but a lot is overlapping with our plans. I told my husband about this and he did not know about this either, but his reactions was very bland. He told me to not worry and that we just follow our own planning and to not mind my in-laws. We already had discussions about this situation a few times before. And my husband told me we can just cancel the whole trip as a solution. But I just want to spend some time with my family without my in-laws following us. Talking to them is difficult for me because the language barrier. My husband doesn't see any problems with his parents following us. My sister jokingly told me that I can't escape from them. I really want to cancel the trip now, but she told me that my parents are really looking forward to this vacation and just to suck it up. She told me that I would be the asshole if I canceled everything just because of my in-laws wanting to spend time with us on vacation. So, would I be the asshole for canceling the vacation? Edits. Wow. I woke up to 200 plus messages. I'm trying to read through everything. My husband did share the itinerary with his parents. His reason was that he didn't see any problems with it because his parents told him many times that they wouldn't bother us and that they wanted to meet up a few times. Now I'm hearing that my in-laws will spend the Chinese New Year's with my family on vacation and no, we can't change the date for the flights. We booked early so the flight tickets were pretty cheap. Now the tickets are a thousand plus per person. We can change the itinerary, so I'm going to talk with my husband about it. 
My husband is a great husband, but he's very laid back. I will talk with him again. He knows this is bothering me. Now, in the edit, you said that your husband did share the itinerary with his parents, whether this was on purpose or, you know, it's just a silly mistake because his reasoning was that the parents told him many times that they wouldn't bother us. And I don't think I'd cancel the trip for this. I think this can be solved and maybe pretty easily. I know it's not easy for everyone and it might be a difficult conversation, but your husband needs to speak to his parents and tell them simply that you as a family need some time away. You need your own time to spend time with her family, which hasn't happened in a long time. And, and Opie is really looking forward to it and she wants to spend that quality time with them. You know, if someone told me that, I'd be totally understanding of the situation. If they don't understand that, that's a them problem, I'm afraid. And I would change up your itinerary so things suit you and you get that alone quality time. You know, they can make their decisions, but in reality, they should be respecting your choices here. Seven, that's a nope, says not the arsehole, but you know your husband gave them all your travel info and itinerary right, which was already covered. They know your exact flights and what you'll be doing for every step of the trip. They don't have that much overlap by coincidence. The only way they'll be able to plan so much overlap is if someone gave them your itinerary and that someone isn't your parents or your sister. The husband is talking about cancelling because he knows you won't do it. He knows you won't actually sabotage the trip with your family to avoid his family. Can you change around your itinerary with your family and do all the things you guys want to do but at different times so it's not overlapping with his parents? Then don't tell your in-laws the changes. Also probably don't tell your husband. Secrets in a marriage are bad, so maybe just tell him the itinerary while there isn't set in stone, but he can choose if he wants to join his parents for things or you and your family. Or leave hubby home and tell him his parents he's not going, so if they want to spend time with him, they need to stay home too, since they all cook this up together. No one cares says not the asshole. I'm sure he knew otherwise. How did they know what you were doing? Honestly, I wouldn't disappoint your parents. I'll just tell your husband you need a break from his family. So you're going to spend time with your family and he can go entertain his parents. Change the plans on what you're doing or switch the days around and don't tell him. When you get there, either stay with your parents or just leave before he gets up. Tell him you get kids half the week, he gets them the other half. If he complains, tell him the next time, either grow a backbone and learn to tell his family no, or he can learn to keep his mouth shut, not plan with his parents behind your back for the next vacation. Also, is it possible for you and your parents to change your plane tickets and go visit somewhere else? Maybe he can take the kids for a few days. One more comment from Kiki V who says, not the asshole. You're not placing the blame where it really should be. Your husband. He planned this with his parents behind your back and is playing dumb. It's time for you to put your foot down and take some time away from your in-laws. Find another babysitter. They're too involved in your life and need to just be grandparents. Talk to your husband and call him out for betraying your trust and ask him who he's married to because it seems like he thinks his parents are part of your marriage. Tell him that you and your children are taking a time out from his parents until he fixes the problem. Call him out and tell him that he is the one who valued his parents' feelings over yours and he can be the one to fix it and you and your children will not be seeing his parents until he sets very firm boundaries with them and instills consequences. Also tell him that you and your children will be going to visit with your family and he will be spending that time making sure that his parents don't end up running into you while you are with your family. If it were me, I'd tell him he better hope that you don't see them during the visit because if you do, it is over. That's just what I would do. He's smothering you with his parents. You should be able to see your own family without his parents as chaperones. So OP does update the post and says, Hi guys, sorry for the late update. Life got busy. And I really didn't have anything exciting to update. 
I want to thank everyone for your advice. Most of them were helpful. We decided to go through with the vacation. It'd be unfair towards my parents, husbands, and kids to cancel. The main culprit of this fiasco is my mum. My mum is a social butterfly and she tries to include everyone. She was the one who invited my in-laws to come. Her reason was that my in-laws don't have any friends or social circle and that she wanted them to enjoy a vacation too. Although her reason is sweet, my husband, father, and sister were disappointed with her actions. My husband because he wanted a vacation for us. He wanted to bond as a family. With his parents there, he has to take care of everything for them. My father because he now has to entertain my in-laws and he's excited to spend time with his grandkids because he doesn't see them often. My sister because she's tired of my mother always inviting people while it was supposed to be a small family thing. My mum once invited relatives to my sister's kid's birthday party while she wanted to have a small celebration. So yeah, better talk with my mum to explain why her actions are hurting us. My mum doesn't really understand why we're bothered. She says the more the merrier. My husband blames my mum for this whole fiasco. He told me that he didn't want his parents to join us on vacation, but my mum invited his parents without consulting with us. Now they are going and he can't tell them not to go. My husband did talk with his parents to set boundaries. He told them that we wanted two weeks for ourselves. They get one week with the kids. The rest is for us. My in-laws told us that they understand, but yeah, guess what? They've been trying to convince my husband to stay at the same hotel as them and they are planning to follow us the last two weeks of the vacation. They changed their itinerary, so they'll be at the same places without consulting us. I overheard them talking about it. My mother-in-law's exact words are, we won't see the kids the first week, so we need to follow them for the last two weeks. I appreciate my in-laws, I really do. They are amazing grandparents, but I just wanted a break. Just for a few weeks. I just wanted this vacation to be for us. I see my in-laws two to four times in a week. They didn't have friends, so they spend most of their times with my kids and us. My sister said that what my mother-in-law is doing is unhealthy bonding with my kids because of mother-in-law's past trauma. She's an amazing grandmother, but she can be a little much. When you spend so much time with your in-laws, you really crave some alone time. So yeah, my mum says just to put up with it because my in-laws just want to spend time with the kids on vacation. My husband doesn't want to hurt his parents' feelings. He did set some clear boundaries, but my in-laws don't care. I've come to the realization that I'll never escape my in-laws. Good people, when you find your SO, do know that if you marry him or her, you will also marry their family. I gotta say, below this one, the majority of the comments was turning to everyone sort of sucks here. OP for not saying no themselves, the husband for not dealing with his parents, mum for inviting every bloody body on vacation. And I know dealing with family can be incredibly difficult. But your life doesn't have to be like this. Your last sentence seems to say that, you know, this is it for the rest of my life now. But a conversation will solve this. Setting up boundaries will solve this. Everyone deserves a break to get away from things, to relax with their own family and just have a bit of, you know, time to yourselves. You shouldn't have to explain that to anybody. And simply telling them that you need a break just as a family should be more than enough. Like I said the first time around, it's a them problem if they don't understand and you need to just do your own thing. And this is just going to continue from your in-laws, from your mum, if nothing is said about it, which will then just be your life. And that's clearly not what you want. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And our next story is one that we have covered in the past, but now it's been flagged with a final update. And I'm going to cover the, the previous parts of the story. I'll put timestamps down in the description as always so you can skip through parts if if you've already heard them and you want to skip them whatever totally up to you but this story does contain cancer as well so if you do want to skip it always feel free to do so it's from the off my chest subreddit from a throwaway account and says i'm at a loss says what to do with my 54 male wife 51 female request my wife and i have been married since 2001 and together since 1999 she's the most intelligent thoughtful caring loyal person i know I have always thought of myself as fortunate to have met and married her. She is, even today, aesthetically beautiful, and men have told her this throughout our marriage. She has always shot them down. Earlier this year, she was diagnosed with uterine cancer stage 1, had a full hysterectomy. I was never concerned about the cancer. It was diagnosed early, dealt with quickly, and she made a full recovery. I took time off work to look after her after the surgery, and all seemed well. There were some to-be-expected emotional instances on her part, and although I'm not an emotional person, we dealt with them together. After a recovery, she was insistent that we start living life to the fullest and took a 10-day trip to Europe, followed by a trip to Belize. We also have a trip to the UK and Spain and Portugal later this year. I am fine with these things, building memories and crossing bucket list adventures off of her slash our list. I also understand that these are a result of feeling fragile on her part, she also took up yoga, swimming, and healthy cooking classes. I was fully on board until last week. Last week, she came home from work and told me she wanted a hall pass, a one-time opportunity for her to have sex with someone else besides me. She said that since her cancer diagnosis, her outlook on life has changed and she doesn't want to be handcuffed from doing things she wants to do. She explained that there is this guy at her work that she has always had some attraction to. He's leaving the company and she will never see him again. So this is the perfect opportunity to sleep with someone else. She said that I could say no, of course, but that she would be mad and disappointed at me for indeterminate amount of time and that it would be a confirmation of my male toxicity and insecurity. I don't consider myself to be toxic and if not wanting your wife of 20 plus years to have sex with someone else is insecure, then I guess I am insecure. I told her that I appreciated her talking to me about this, but approval via coercion is not approval. I also said that I do not appreciate her language in describing my, as of yet, unknown reaction to this very large issue that could affect the rest of our marriage and life. I got up in the morning and she basically said that she was sorry for putting such a large decision solely on my shoulders and that to help, she was taking the decision away from me. She booked a hotel near where her co-workers are having a party slash send off for this guy 
and she would spend the night there with him and hoped that I would be here when she got back. That she would answer any questions I have about the night after it happened, but not before. She will not tell me who he is or anything about him because she knows me too well and that I will dwell and obsess over him. And that would make it too real for me, which is pretty accurate. Her point of view is that the less I know, the better, which contradicts the offer to tell me anything I want to know after it happened. I think she knows I won't want to know slash ask anything, or she simply will not tell me. Part of me thinks at least she has been honest with me and she's been through a lot since finding out she had cancer. So maybe I should just let it happen. I certainly have no concept of what she went through, so I cannot dismiss how this affected her mental state and outlook on life. Part of me wants to put my foot down and say this is not going to happen and deal with those consequences when they happen. A BFF called me callous for even suggesting that I wouldn't let it happen because I have no idea what she went through. I find it hard to believe that she is okay with the possibility of throwing away 20 plus years of marriage over some guy that she has had no relationship with outside of work and that I should just call her bluff. Maybe she thinks similarly that I won't throw away the marriage because of just one encounter. I just don't know what to do. I empathize with her and that's an instant later I am angry with her. Part of me wants to know who this guy is. What does he look like? What has he got that is so enthralling for her? Is he just a safe option? Is he married? Does his wife know? Would I be callous asshole for saying no? What can I do besides walking away? The top comment on this one says, kind of think this is the way your marriage will be from now on. With her epiphany, she wants to relive her life and she's going to do it regardless of your feelings. I think she is being rather selfish and probably only threatens this because she thinks you are beaten down and will simply put up with it. Perhaps not the best time for trips and thrills. She wants the single life. Let us see what that means. Opie says, she thinks because she will never see this guy again and that I have never met him, supposedly, that it won't really affect me or our marriage in the long term. I'm left with accepting it and never viewing her the same way again and going through a divorce at 54. Not really great options on either front. I don't know where her head is and the bout with cancer is affecting her in ways that I couldn't possibly imagine. I don't think she believes I will leave. Around four days later, Opie updates and says, I received a ton of advice that I couldn't possibly respond to. I do appreciate the people who took time to offer advice in the comments or via PM. It has been an exhausting couple of days. I was hoping that my opposition to her plans would give her pause, but unfortunately, that did not happen. I said I am a hard no, and I'm not sure how I would feel about you if you go ahead with it. I was met once again with, this is for me, it'll be one time. What can I say that will help you deal with it? You'll get over it. We were meant to be regardless of the situation, remarks leading up to Saturday. She left Saturday, ostensibly to meet her co-workers, but in reality, fuck the guy. I asked her to text me when she was leaving for the bar, and when she did, I asked her if she was really going through with this. After her response, I'm not answering any more questions tonight, I will see you tomorrow, I blocked my wife. Then I did something either stupid or brilliant. I went to the bar where the get-together was happening. Well, not the bar, but a transit bench across the street. I waited for a long time. It was running through my mind the leading up to this event that I need to know who this guy was. Maybe to compare myself against him. To see what he had that I do not. It was driving me crazy not knowing who he was and what was so special about him that she would ruin a marriage for. After what seemed like an eternity, a woman that I recognized from my wife's office left the bar and got in a cab. Soon other people started filing out and a whole group of people came out and people were hugging a man and shaking his hand. I assumed that I had my guy. I didn't see my wife and had a brief thought that maybe she called it all off. I unblocked her and there were no messages. 
Everyone said their goodbyes and left. Dude was standing outside for a few minutes and then my wife came out. She looked around, took his hand and started walking away together. All of the emotions I went through, trepidation, sadness, anger, it was disgust that really encapsulated the event for me. This guy was short, fat and bald. All the things I cannot compete with. Ultimately, I felt like a pervert for watching from a distance. I followed until they got to the hotel and then turned around and went home. I woke up Sunday morning and put a lock on the master bedroom door. I moved her things to the spare room and left a note asking her to find other accommodations as quickly as possible. I visited another friend who was a lawyer and he gave me some sage advice and a couple of recommendations for divorce attorneys and made the introductions. My wife had been calling me numerous times since around 11 or so. Once blocked, the calls go to voicemail. I listened to the first couple but felt nothing but some satisfaction when she couldn't get through to me and she was obviously becoming concerned. I didn't want to go home but I left in such a hurry that I didn't plan an overnight properly. I got home around 9 and as per my buddy's advice I recorded the interaction. I was halfway up the stairs when she came up from the family room asking what was going on, could we talk? I just answered with, I'm not interested in discussing this tonight and went to bed. After not getting a response from me through the door she left me alone. I kind of feel like a child for not talking to her and shutting the door on her but I just couldn't look at her. Monday I got up and ready for work. She was waiting for me and asked if we could discuss getting back to normal. I said you have been doing all the talking for both of us for the last week. Why don't you continue and left for work. I have an appointment with the attorneys my friend recommended for this week. Opie then posted a rant which said potential waywards in the BFF and said the BFF does not have your best interests in mind. The BFF wants to validate their bad choices by encouraging you to make the same ones. The BFF lives for the drama they help create. The BFF is titillated by the details. The BFF cultivates misery. The BFF is a narcissist who can't help themselves so if the statement just go for it, you deserve it, he doesn't appreciate you, he doesn't respect you and in my case, you face your own mortality and you shouldn't let anyone hold you back from doing the things that make you happy. Maybe realize that you should talk with your significant other and explain what you are feeling. You owe it to them to discuss the way you are feeling about yourself, your partner and your marriage. Opie left some comments below that and said, yeah, once the dust has settled, I realized I was desperate to hold on to something that no longer existed. I've initiated divorce proceedings. She has regret, not remorse. Of course, those are different things with different meanings. She regrets what has happened because her life is upside down now. Someone in private messages asked if her cancer could be back and spread to her brain, which I don't know if it has actually happened or not, but I doubt it would make any difference to me at this point. I just don't see her the same way anymore. I told all of her friends' husbands about how they enabled this behavior and the fallout is interesting. I said that maybe when they are covering for one another that maybe my wife was just the next link in the chain. It's got them going through their wives' phones. A couple found inappropriate sexting. All husbands have made their wives cut off my wife and each other. Someone asks, was BFF one of those sexting? And Opie says, of course. The BFF's husband says that she was definitely an emotional affair and probably a physical affair as well is still digging. Opie's next update says, my lawyer wasn't available for a few days, so I was faced with the reality of having to live with my wife in the interim. I really didn't want to go home and have any discussion, let alone a discussion about our relationship. When I did get home, I was basically ambushed by her friends and my mother-in-law. Instead of taking the remorseful approach, they decided that a full court press was what the situation warranted, and I was basically berated by them. The BFF was definitely the ringleader, but all of them decided to say such things as, she's been going through a lot. You don't know what she's been going through. 
you have no idea what it is like to face something like this. This was a one-time thing. At least she told you. She could have hidden it from you. She will never see the guy again. And my favorite, you're an asshole for what you've been putting her through these last couple of days. I listened with a dumbass smirk on my face and when there was a lull in their fury, I asked if they were all done now. Then I asked my wife if there was anyone in her circle of friends or anyone else that she forgot to tell about this. I quietly informed all of them that I was going to sit down with her husband and tell them about how they verbally abusing me, shaming me and trying to coerce me into staying with a cheater. After I told them to leave, I said that I had no say in the entire event and so they have no say in whether I stay or not. My soon-to-be ex-wife sort of apologized. She said she regretted the entire thing. I said there is a difference between regret and remorse. You regret what happened because of the cause and effect. You have regret because your life will never be the same. Our relationship will never be the same because you were wholly and willfully unconcerned about me and what I wanted. She asked if I had any questions that she would answer them now, no matter how disturbing. I said the one question I do have is why, not necessarily why this guy, why this low-end, unattractive, unfit guy, but why someone else in the first place. She said that the cancer scared her to the core. She felt like she was rushing towards mortality and stepping out of the tunnel was appealing. She said that after all this time of being a wife and a mother and worrying about family, this was something just for her, an escape. The guy was just someone who was interested in her for a long time. She knew he wouldn't say no and was completely opposite to me. I said if I was going to risk my marriage, the woman would have to be a serious upgrade from you. I told her that I saw you and him coming out of the bar that night and watched you walk away from the bar hand in hand towards the hotel. I said that you looked too familiar with each other and asked if there was something going on before all this. She said no, but who knows if that's the truth or not. I said that after all our years together, your lack of respect for me was astonishing. I finished by saying that I would never be able to look at myself in the mirror again if I condoned that level of disrespect and stayed with you. I said I hope we can go our separate ways amicably and that I have an appointment with a lawyer later in the week. I again asked her to find some other accommodations and she simply said, I'm not going anywhere. We are not getting a divorce. I'll give you all the time you need to do whatever you need to recover from this. We will get past this. She's asked me to go to marriage counseling, which I refused. Why would I go to counseling? I did nothing to warrant needing a therapist's advice. I had her served and gave her notice to vacate. House is my premarital asset. She has moved in with her mum, but I find her constantly coming by to see if I need anything or making suggestions like, what if we had an open relationship only on your side or threesomes? Which seems kind of desperate and pathetic. Rebuffing her constantly and telling her that she has to call to ask permission before coming by and finally seems to get through to her that there will be no us going forward. She has said that she will drag the divorce out for as long as possible, but so far has been compliant. The worst part of all this is telling my daughter that we are getting a divorce and why, followed closely by her begging me to give her mum another chance. I'm not sure I would have been afforded the same consideration if I was the one who was cheating. Hope he provides some more information below that. On his daughter, he says, I think it was just a gut reaction. In the weeks that have passed, and the more she understands what has happened, the more irritated she is becoming with her mum. On his wife, I loved my wife, and I loved my wife. I and others found her to be stunning. She looks like Linda Carter. Now knowing that she has a fair down so low makes her a non-entity that I could never look at the same way again. No amount of counselling is going to change the way I see her. Someone suggests something had to transpire prior to the hotel excursion. There's no way she decided in a matter of a few days 
pick up and cheat with the affair partner. Opie says getting sex is easier for women. Maybe they were involved in an emotional affair before and this was a culmination. I don't really know nor do I care unless it benefits me during the divorce. From what I know, all of her friends have cut her off. They're trying like hell to save their own marriages that they are turning on each other. Someone asks, after vacating your house, is she feeling any remorse or is she still thinking you need to get over it as of today? Going no contact with her should be easy since your daughter is an adult. What desperate measures has she taken that you haven't mentioned in your post and comments? Opie says she was stoic and held her position right up until she was served. Then she became visibly upset and resorted to begging, pleading and bargaining. Someone else said, really? No tears? No emotional meltdown? I'm sorry that happened to you. How can she not see what she has done to you? The whole way this went is so surreal from start to finish. I feel like she has a manic or hypomanic episode. You're doing the right thing by divorcing her. Sorry, but there is no love in her anymore. You, sir, have not lost your self-respect and have made the right choice. Take care of yourself. Opie said plenty of tears, begging and bargaining after the fact, but that may be just optics. Maybe she fell out of love and is now regretting her new station in life. She's an attractive woman. She'd have plenty of men willing to date her, but I won't be one of them. Someone says, wow, amazing poker face. She really thought she owned you. Opie says she was confident, overly so. Another says, if you ever feel the need to go nuclear, you could reveal the affair to her co-workers. I bet that would be a disaster. Opie says, I want her employed so I don't have to pay maintenance, even if it was while she was between jobs. There is a woman at her work who has always looked at me in an inviting way. And maybe I'll try to date her after this is over. That would be interesting on a couple of levels. And OP updates again and says, there is not much to report. We're in the process of getting a divorce. However, where we live, we must be legally separated for one year. My soon-to-be ex-wife has said that she will give me whatever I want in the divorce if I agree to attend marriage counseling, but I am not interested. There was a bit of back and forth while we worked out what separation looks like in everyday life from this point forward. As a result, we've only just agreed to the confines of the legal separation. But as we move towards defining the divorce language, maybe my stance may change. The house was a premarital asset, so she has no claim to it. The only thing she could go after are my pension, vehicles, and vacation property. But I would counter that that she has lived rent-free for 20 plus years and has her own money plus inheritance from her father. I may have offer her a top-up in retirement as she was a stay-at-home mum while our daughter was young. But that would be the most at this point. I received a lot of messages about her friend group and my daughter. I will clear up misconceptions now. My daughter isn't taking her mother's side. She has always been a mama's girl, but she is very unhappy with her mum right now. Her initial reaction was just shock and held out hope that we would work through any issues and stay together. Now she accepts that it's not going to happen. and She's been limiting her interactions with her. But at the end of the day, she's still her mum friend group husbands were upset at the level of complicity of their wives in aiding and abetting the contact and cheating and made them cut off my wife but that seems to have been forgotten at this point the bff was the ringleader and seems to have taken a perverse pleasure in actively creating scenarios where they would be in contact at the very least encouraging to the point of causing her husband to question her motives it turns out she didn't like me at all and this was a way of sticking it to me i guess she wins the BFF's husband said that there were some sexting in his wife's messages, but said he is dealing with it. We did meet up with him being apologetic for his wife's complicity, but it is not his fault and just wants to move on. I've decided not to date anyone for a while. I will not be getting married ever again. That's it. 
I doubt I will post again unless she wins the lottery, but I find it in my heart to forgive her. Ah, oh, my word. I remember reading this the first time around and, and just the attitude of the wife, like, said, I want to sleep with someone else. He said, he said, absolutely not. And then she was like, well, I'm going to do it whether you like it or not. And then is shocked when he's serving her divorce papers. And then after all that, and he says, like, he wants her out of the house. And she's like, I'm not leaving. We're not getting a divorce. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 